Euphorians! We're back! What the fuck is up? <sighs> Drinks are in hand. What are we what are we drinking tonight, Paige? Tonight we are drinking a vodka soda because it's 2022 and Alex and I like to pretend that our like healthy goal is instead of chugging like three bottles of wine or cooks champagne, vodka soda is like being healthier, I guess. So we're going with vodka soda tonight, but I don't know if any nutritionist or health person in general would say that health this is healthy. <laughs> yeah. Good old health people. The health people. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know. I don't know. We'll see. I mean... Uh, new year, new me. Look, I, like, I really like the, the Cook's champagne tradition, especially because we know it's Cal's favorite champagne, but the liquor store in our house just doesn't have it all the time. It's, yeah. So, it's rough out there to find Cook's. Tonight, we've got Tito's soda and lemon in honor of uh, in honor of fez of course yeah duh. oh yeah. Wow, that's a good point we're actually drinking tito so that like yeah. that out of the perfectly. same bottle that fez smashed on nate jacob's head yeah cheers to nate opening the episode looking dumpy as fuck yeah cheers <laughs> to that um although i really have some questions about his recovery time he was out of the hospital incredibly fast and not only was he out of the hospital but he like looked like pretty much fine yeah his like when he was, was making out busted up but like for the beating he took i'm like why is he out of the hospital so fast and why doesn't he look worse and how is he getting ass like how is he getting cassie like i wouldn't want to make out with that face it was well, ugly. It would hurt his no- like what is- you're telling me his nose isn't broken his yeah. eyes aren't eye veins aren't all busted and bloody like his mouth isn't all busted up do you think there like- was a timeline though that maybe like like, we, you know what I mean? Like, maybe oh, they're not going to explicitly be like, one month later, but, like, it's been a month or well, something. Well, no. Actually, we know, because that happened on New Year's, and now they're back <clears> at <throat> school. And you go back to school pretty soon after True. New Year's. True. And Cal's, like, questioning, you know, we'll get into it. Yeah. But, like, that he's asking a... the girls who did it, and that wouldn't be, like, a month later. Yeah. This was a weird episode. And that was one of the things I did have some, some questions about. Yes. The timeline on Nate's recovery seemed very suspect. Right out the gate let's just do first impressions uh i don't know be honest like after the high of last week i don't even want to like talk about this episode because it was so like odd it was really it felt like a filler episode and i didn't like hate it or anything but there was there's so little that i'm like excited to talk about from this episode i think so too um i feel like season one was so fucking like bombastic like every fucking episode was like the one we just watched the premiere yeah where like there was just something so like something fucking wild happened in every episode and there was always not like a twist but there'd be like something that would just drop that you'd be like fuck this was yeah a filler which i'm pretty unenthused i mean it wasn't just like (laughs) plot either it was like there was very little music yeah there was no like great like memorable fashion a lot of the there weren't mm-hmm. any like fun like cult weird references in the background. It was pretty like no huge like character arcs really. Like we're kind of getting yeah. like a little bit of each character and what they're going through, but it's nothing we don't already know. If that makes sense, like yeah, no surprises with every character and what their what their current state is. Yeah, a couple things, but yeah, I would say my first impression was just 
uh, like not not offensive meaning I didn't hate it I think it just like makes sense for now I guess but I'm a little bummed that there wasn't some element that made me go ooh I can't wait for next week like if I was a mm-hmm. if I was a newcomer to Euphoria I'd be very unenthused by that episode well the contrast is we're extra loyal sharp, though <laughs> given how buck last week's episode was too uh, yeah obviously we... they couldn't match that but this was a we had a pretty, listener write in on my end. We had a listener write in as well to like, I think they were just commenting on me being unenthused by the episode and they brought up that um, Jeremy O'Harris, I honestly, I'm not going to lie, I don't remember like who that is. Is he a playwright? Um, well, <laughs> I think he's involved in Euphoria because the... Let's take a look. The person that wrote in said, he mentioned his TikTok live this morning that this episode would be a lot more calm. So I guess I'm not like... I agree. That's like oh, the first that. word. The American com- playwright. Oh wow! Fuck yeah! Oh yeah! I'm embarrassed that I don't know this. Euphoria? Maybe not. Like I said, one of our one of our like loyal listeners wrote in and just mentioned that, and I feel like that's good to note because it's like oh weird. Like they kind of gave a little uh, hint that it wasn't going to be super like crazy, but I would say overall yes, unenthused. But excited for the future. Obviously, we're more loyal, so we're always going to, like, have Euphoria's back. But, yeah, genuinely, like, not impressed. Which I don't think I've ever said on our podcast, so I feel, like, guilty even saying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grabs drinks, sips um, more vodka. Yeah. No, pretty pretty whatever. But, uh, yeah, interesting. So, Jeremy O'Harris is a... He's, like, a... I don't know, a queer black playwriter, and apparently he was a consultant on season one, and then signed a deal with HBO to develop a pilot and also to become a co-producer for season two. Interesting. He was also a co-author of the screenplay for Zola. Oh, well, Zola was great. Interesting. But yeah, I asked our, uh, just so you know, Alex, I on Insta story right before we started, I asked some of our listeners just to write in and give us their, like, impressions of the episode. <laughs> Jeremy O'Harris's style has been called awful by GQ. <laughs> Interesting. Savage. Irrelevant. <laughs> Completely irrelevant, but okay. also hilarious. Anyways, Anyways, Alex is getting carried away down a rabbit hole about some playwright. Let's move on. So, listeners wrote in. People had some things to say. Someone said, uh, there's just too much to process. Can't agree with that. Joss underscore one eight one one. Can't agree with that. Way too <laughs> Hell much yeah, Joss. to process. Joss, you are on it onto something. Uh one of our listeners wrote, BB finally made an appearance. Fuck yeah. yeah Alex and I were stoked on that. To that. That's like the, the best part of the episode. Julian Janice. Julian Janice back, BB, our girl. Um, and she gets some some great lines too yeah what did she say she said uh remember when i got pregnant (laughs) (laughs) and she said it all like happy and everyone was like yeah we remember like (laughs) yeah that was pretty great and when she was like i liked when she was like ethan ethan like rooting for him when they were talking in the bathroom that was funny glad she's back Someone wrote, Cassie's fucked up. I don't know why this heroine girl is still in the picture. I think they're referring to Faye. Yeah, Faye. Yeah, I agree. Um, not really, like, stoked on her character at all, but also, like, necessary for, like, like you were saying earlier, like, the drug world, getting the behind yeah. the scenes. I think she serves as a connection to the, the drug underworld. Um, and she's probably going to fuck things up for them at some point. For sure. She's <laughs> real messy. Yeah, right. She was, like, passed out in the bathroom, like, 
head hitting There's the something toilet. about that house. All the all the women in that house are just falling down and conking their head. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Someone wrote the episode was short. I, I'm not like. Felt long as fuck. I was gonna say <laughs> it, it felt long. long. <laughs> it felt long, but it also. That's weird. I wonder if they meant literally it was short, or if they're just like it. That felt was also short. accurate. That uh, there was like. It felt like a lot to process, because even though, like, nothing that interesting happened, there was, like, a lot of random shit happening. Well, a lot of flashing between weird, characters. Just so weird. It wasn't, like, super smooth. This wasn't, like, that. the best, like, plotted episode. It was really, like, scattershot and... But I feel like maybe that's the, the point. Maybe we're at a point where all the characters are doing so many different things. I'm not that, like, bothered by that. I think, if anything, it's, like... I guess I was surprised there was no character dominance in this. Like, usually there's one character, right? That we get, like, their story throughout threaded with all the other characters. Mm-hmm. This was not yeah. about any character, right? No, I don't think so. We unless get I, unless weird, I fucking like, miss pregnancy something. fantasy, but, like, I don't think that really counts. Yeah, they kind of, like, weirdly weird. dabbled into, like, Nate's inner thoughts, but that didn't... Nate had some, like, I'm like beaten to death like fever dream about impregnating cassie and like hanging out in his backyard with cow yeah we'll break that down a bit though because i feel like we need to go into into that duels and that was that was all really weird Weird as fuck um but yeah everyone seems to say the same shit like episode was weird hated nate but loved the last scene we'll get more into that yeah like someone wrote maddie has the cd oh my effing god I need Maddie and Jules to become the ultimate duo. I don't know if I need that. I don't care no. for Jules and Maddie being well, BFFs. Matt, Jules is far too morally upstanding to be like homies with closely Maddie. involved in some like deep like mission with Maddie. Like they're buds, but like yeah. I don't feel like there's some like no. I don't feel like they share enough that they're gonna become like partners in crime. No, Cassie and Maddie make so much more sense as best friends. Yeah. Um, hot messes. But yeah, so as we podcast, I'll I'll bring these up more because people are writing in like constantly. There's already a couple new ones in here, but all right, interesting we'll thoughts, interesting later. opening thoughts though about a weird episode. And as usual, I'm gonna play the episode in the background muted so we can keep up because this one was fucking confusing. Like I actually need this. It was it was very weird. Yeah, that whole this whole pregnancy thing at the beginning with Nate was so bizarre. Really weird. So, obviously, we all know how pissed off I am about the whole Cassie Nate shit. Like, I know the world is, but I specifically feel like <sighs> I'm just, like, mourning right now because Cassie's my personal favorite character, not just because I like Sydney Sweeney and think she's hot. <laughs> it's more <laughs> than that. Uh, but I just, I really hate this for her. I, I hate it because I don't. It makes sense with her character, so I'm not, like, gonna act like that's not something she would do and, like, defend her, but I just fucking hate it. It also, like, only kind of makes sense with her character. I don't know. Like, her being, like, sloppy and needing a man makes sense, but I don't know if Nate, like, knowing, like, that he's, like, so abusive Abusive and and shit. And and her, her friend. Yeah. Like, your best friend got choked out. I know. She came to you crying about it, and you're, like, hot and heavy for Nate? And she's also, like, I'm thinking about getting back with him, and you're still, like, on board with this. Like, I don't know that I've, like, really, like, sold on this, like, making that much sense to me. And this whole montage of him in the hospital thinking of Sydney and the way he was describing her, he's like, she's so naive. Like, she doesn't know her power. She's such a woman. And, like... I was like, when has Nate ever had any sort of, like, 
thought in the world about like a woman being powerful like well, he's i think fuck. they tried to do like what in season one when he's talking about all the reasons he likes maddie i feel like they tried to do that oh, with cassie true. like here's all the things like nate like loves about cassie like that's a good point though but, like, i forgot that was also like i don't know they were like hanging out for like a total of like what six hours like i know before he got the shit beat out of him well and you have to remember though he's known her like but he's known her a long time. Yeah, but now we're supposed to believe that, like, she's, like, fucking, like, go losing her mind for him. Like, yeah. deep Maybe... depression, like, It's shit. not, though. He's she's going like, through some shit. I don't know. It's all very weird. I mean, the sex scenes were hot. Cindy Sweeney, God, I just, like, can't stop talking about how hot she is. She really is, though. I thought this but was yeah, weird. But yeah, then she's turning into Jules, and obviously he's still, like, obvi- yes. obviously still attached to Jules. I was going to ask you that. I got kind of confused because they flashed it, and at first I thought that was Sydney Sweeney taking a selfie, or Cassie taking a selfie, but it was Jules, so that's kind of weird. Well, I mean, Nate's just obviously, like... Fantasizing? We think he's gay, and he's obviously hung up on Jules either way. Like, he's still, like... Do you still think he's gay? Because if he likes Jules, that doesn't really make sense with the gay theory. Um, I think he just likes Jules. I think he's probably, like, I think at this point he's probably bi, uh, but I think he yeah. definitely likes, he's got some weird, like, Oh, he dude, definitely has some weird fetish some for Jules. Some dude, like, homoerotic stuff going on. Well, um, also... But he keeps boning chicks, like, so, I don't know. Confusing. Very confused. Oh, this the scene with Cal by the swimming pool was really funny. <laughs> I kind of think Nate's like mostly gay. I think he's just also hung up on Jules because he yeah. was so weird in season one about all the stuff with Maddie. He couldn't even like get it up for her after True. the time. He also was very. You have to remember he was really like vulnerable with Jules, even though it was supposedly all fake, and he was like you know fucking with her for the purpose of like tricking her into like thinking they were in a relationship. But he told her a lot of shit. And I think a part of him was serious when that was happening. I don't think it was all oh, for like sure, fuckery. But then he just did his like psycho flip at the end. Yeah, but yeah. I'm no, but I'm saying maybe a part of his attraction to her is like the fact that he opened up and he doesn't really talk to anybody. We don't ever see him open up at all. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, Cal posing by the pool is funny. <laughs> his Why little is short Cal shorts. like in the pool with Cassie? Like when she's that pregnant. was That's weird. weird. That whole fucking just everything about <laughs> like what Cindy if that Sp- was like you and my dad? <laughs> my dad's like caressing your belly in the pool like no it's pretty fucking weird it was really weird i don't know like alex and i both just started laughing i couldn't even take the scene seriously because he's like like has like a weird like erotic attachment to his dad too like we've talked about we speculated about this we joked about it and like if you really think about the psychology of the scene this is supposed to be his fantasy world and his fantasy world involves pregnant cassie but also involves his dad doing like naked yoga and like <sighs> it's it was a little like, uh, like well, a little, uh, I don't know. Also, not to like shit on pregnant people all the time, but like who, what guy? And, like, Be honest, as a straight no, as a straight male, are you ever fantasizing about me or any woman in general being pregnant and that being hot? Mm. Are you serious? No comment. Wow. Well, but, no comment meaning too private to discuss on the podcast. No comment. Either way. Um, but moving on. I um, think it's weird. I'm not going to like corner you. I'm saying as a, I just think that's a little weird. I don't know. I don't always think like pregnant women look that hot. I know that's just my opinion. Sorry. Yeah. Not into like 
seeing pregnant bellies on my Instagram, I literally like no, I, I don't freak want that out. either on the on the the gram. I don't need like, to see any pregnant bellies. Yeah, they're like the life is so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, sure. life's beautiful, but I don't want to see your pregnant belly on no, my screen. No, it looks no. like an alien like fetus weird yeah, shit. No, I don't I'm want with you it on that weird. Um, but yeah, real quick back to what I was saying, I do. With the whole, like, homoerotic attachment to his dad, they also kind of, like, in that scene, they also flash back to, like, him watching all his dad's, like, sex tapes when he was little, which is where, like, in the past we've speculated that that's where all that came from, because Nate's, like, Uh, Nate as a child, his, like, introduction to, like, sexuality was watching his dad bone, like, and bone a lot of, like, (laughs) dudes or, like, trans people, um, so... Is it shocking that Nate is, like, homoerotically attached to his dad no. and also, like, into a trans woman? Like, no, not really. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I w- I'm just trying to always... Nate's... Co- like, he is complex. I can't really, like, figure him out yet. I think that, like, that being his first, like, exposure to, like, sexuality explains a lot about his character and what's going to happen with his character and, like, where his true, like, sexuality lies. Agreed. But that whole... We have to all... I'm sorry, but our listeners, every, everyone has to agree that whole fucking montage was weird as fuck. Uh-huh. Cal holding Cassie in the pool, like, that takes the cake. That's the weirdest thing we've seen <laughs> on Euphoria. I don't care. Oh, and Cal eating asshole was weird. <laughs> like, Cal was just eating, like, black ass, like, immediately, like, three minutes into the episode. Like, yeah. and not just, like, oh, like, a mild, like, a little tease. It was, like, full-on, like, ass It's eating. pretty funny to have to think about Eric Dane filming that. It is funny. Just being like, all right, straddle his face. <laughs> and now taking Cal, that seriously. Tell him you want him to come with your tongue in his butt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weird. Honestly. Fucking, that must be fucking weird to film. <laughs> yeah, Eric Dane should get an Emmy for that scene. Yeah. Let's, Tough scene. Let's campaign for Eric Tough Dane. scene. Yeah, Eric Dane, Emmy Award winner. <laughs> God, we, we gotta get him on the pod, too. I'd have so many questions, but... He seems like he'd be pretty fun to interview. He seems like a pretty, like... Yeah, oh, yeah, guy. a cool guy. Yeah. For he sure. He seems pretty goofy. So goofy. Um, But anyways, we get into school. We've got... It's really kind of yeah, cute. Oh, these characters go to school? Yeah, right? What? High school. <laughs> They have classes and homework. <laughs> like all the memes, yeah. I'm yeah. loving the Euphoria memes, by the way. Oh, yeah. I've been uh, just inundating you with every Euphoria meme I see. There's so much. There are so, like, thousands more than there were season two. Or season one, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, there's far more. And there have been some some pretty solid They're ones. good, too. Like, they're yeah. funny. I've seen some pretty decent ones. Um, but my only comment, the reason I was even bringing high school into it, though, is this is kind of the first time we see Rue and Jules, like, PDA like we don't because they don't ever like yeah. make out at school or anything because they were all very secret like behind closed yeah, doors right. like figuring it out yep and so, the cuteness lasts about like 30 seconds before yeah. <laughs> before Rue is like fucking everything up again I know I'm really like frustrated with her because I get that like she's kind of you know she's an addict she's going through some shit and like I don't dislike Elliot's character if anything I really do like him I think he's dope I just think he's chill I don't think he's anyone like oh my god special but like he's a chiller like he's someone I would definitely like get stoned with in high school and be like cool like he just seems like a stand-up guy he I thought he seemed like that at first and that I was going to like him and after this episode I didn't like him anymore and I'm still kind of why I mean he did to be fair he did we'll talk about it maybe later or now but I feel like he kind of put Rue 
like he questioned her he was like isn't that bad that like you're doing drugs with me and like your girlfriend doesn't know like he, i don't think he's being like a bad person i think if anything he's like shouldn't no. you like check yourself a bit like i don't here? have anything like super bad to say about him i just don't know that i like him as much as i like thought i would well jules crying Plus, he's making jules cry that like broke my heart uh, that made me really yeah. sad because we don't really ever see jules act vulnerable like in that way yeah. with rue it's always like the he's opposite kind of playing like he's like mr like i'm cool and chill but i don't know that he you think he's a home wrecker cool you think he knows chill. what he's doing is what you're saying i don't even know if it's that i think he's just playing like i'm the cute like naive guy in this situation i agree and i'm like i don't know about you dude i don't know if i trust that you're as like cute and naive as you're trying to like play it off you know why i agree because he's by the locker and he's like did i get you in trouble and that made me go now yeah. I'm kind of leaning more toward your side and of things. And then he's like, oh, Because well, I'm like, that's flirtatious. And then he's like, well, let's do some drugs. Like, Yeah, and that's also, like, a flirtatious thing to say. Like, there's definitely intent to be, like, flirty when you say something like that, knowing you, like, hurt the feelings of the person they're dating. Like. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, Jules crying, like, literally crushed me. Yeah. Also, I investigated his face tattoos more this episode. And he <laughs> <Yeah>. also... <gasps> Alex, awkward. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> Oh, I, you still stand by what you said. I was like, I can't believe you still think it's bad when, like, it's about his little sister. Oh, no, I think it's awful. But even worse, the, he has these, like, <clears throat> these, like, Asian-looking characters that look like, but they're actually letters up on his, like, forehead. And yeah. it's LBE, which is Lame Boy Entertainment, which was, like, some rap posse he was part of. Here's the thing. That's pretty cringy. Tattoos don't bother. Tattoos are tattoos. I feel like I just don't like tattoos at all in general. It's weird. Everyone Mm. always. There's good and bad tattoos. And I think he has bad tattoos. But I think tattoos. Here's my stance on it, though. Tattoos. I don't love to criticize or go too in depth on because I do feel like tattoos are like so, so personal. No matter what, even if they are just a fucking joke and you got it when you were drunk, it's still like attached to a memory and moment like. You don't ever know what's behind someone's tattoos. So, so I'm not big on, like... So what? I'll, like... I <laughs> like guess I'll... Still, it can still be a bad tattoo. Yeah. No, I'm not... You have your every right to fucking yeah. hate... He also has um, a red... I noticed he has a red X on his eyelid, which I also think ow. is pretty lame. Ooh, that would hurt. You can ah! just see it. Like, you can, like, barely see it in one Are of the scenes. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, I was like, that's kind of lame, too. Also, total side Sorry, note, Dominic. and very petty and not at all related to Euphoria, but I had no idea that Hunter and Dominic were dating in real life. Yeah, me either. I don't know about that. I don't know about this guy. I'm not a big fan. I also, was when I was looking up his tattoos, he also has a tattoo of the guitarist from Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> okay, so seems... You don't know about this guy dating Hunter because of his tattoos. Let's just be very clear. He's got bad tattoos. You don't like he's his tattoos. He's got bad tattoos. Okay. Sorry, Dominic. That's fine. Maybe he's a nice guy, though. Maybe also, he is. He doesn't also, have bad style, but he's got bad tattoos. Yeah, I'm such a Hunter stan outside of, like, Euphoria that I'm like, you know, she's got to have some good judgment. And maybe, you know what? And if not, she's just having fun. So yeah, good whatever. for her. And I think he's hot, so. I like I don't her. blame her. Meaning, he can have all the bad tattoos. I know you just don't like to hear this because you're jealous, but I, I do think Dominic is, like, very attractive. He's definitely someone I would be interested the tattoos kind of kill it for me i think if it weren't for that i would find him attractive but i don't know a bat an it's apple tattoo the... on your face is like a that's a that's a vibe killer but it's i'm always saying like, to piss you off <laughs> it doesn't piss me off i just question your taste in men more than i did previously but yeah 
I guess from all that, though, I will say I was very sad to see Jules sad. And I thought it was, like, interesting that Rue mentions, I don't remember when in the episode, but she says she's so used to Jules being, like, not jealous and kind of a chiller. And if anything, it's, like, role reversal. Rue, all of season one, kind of had to deal with what Jules is now. Like, when Jules went out of town with, like, her friend and, like, met that girl and was, like, she bit my neck and Mm -hmm. was being all, like... You yeah, kind of right. had to go through like being jealous so i don't know in a way i'm kind of like it's so sad don't get me wrong i'm not making it like right but i think it's kind of like a dose of messes kind of like karma mm, yeah i don't not disagree in a bad way. no i don't disagree the only difference Rue shouldn't be doing this shit but i don't know the only difference is they're in a relationship so that's why it's fucked up what Rue's doing where jules what she was doing was not fucked up because they were not established they were just kind of like figuring it was still out fucked up, but this is probably worse yeah but they weren't but i think jules was frustrated that like they weren't like rue was not ever saying i like you let's date yeah so right. she did it out of like a, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Agreed, but anyways agreed. anyways so presumably <laughs> they actually go to class at some point but we don't see that no i mean who cares that's boring <laughs> who wants to watch high school <laughs> we lived it we don't need to watch I had it so much goddamn fucking homework in high school i didn't have time for any of this shit they almost be failing yeah i don't know i just as we're watching the screen right now i just i cannot I hate Nate and Cassie so much. Yeah, I hate it, and I don't really buy it. I feel like, we'll do you think they're going to drag it out, though, all season? Yes, I absolutely Fuck. do. Because Cassie thinks she's a, this is real, and she's all in on this. Like, to her, this is like, she's, like, fucking in love with Nate. Like, and then, uh, I don't think Nate really cares like that. Uh, do you think he Maddie's doesn't? going to find out, and they're going to fight. It's going to be a whole fucking thing. We don't have to go too in-depth, but do you actually think this time around, Nate really is just, like, using her for ass? Or do you think he actually, a part of him does kind of, like, like her more than he liked Maddie? uh i don't know too early to tell we only have one conversation with him and her where they go well he chased her all the way to that construction site like he seemed well i mean he wasn't gonna leave i mean well he might well he might he's evil he'd leave her in a second but he wasn't like mad at her in that situation yeah he was like mad at her like I bet he would leave their ass at that construction He site, also seemed kind like, of threatening. He was like, you're not going to talk about this again. I'm like, fuck you, Nate. Shut up. Oh, I know. I just fucking He's like, you're that. not going to put this in writing when she, like, texted him, like, I can't believe we had sex. Was that bad or whatever? And he was like, do not ever write this in text again. It's like, right. shut the fuck up. I love that Jacob Elordi has come out and be like, anyone that, like, is attractive to Nate, like, freaks me out because he's, like, a fucking psychopath. <laughs> it's not healthy. Do you I, hear I us? I appreciate the public statement there, Jacob Elordi. Also, like, the, I'm... The Nate stands need to hear it. I'm kind of over the whole, like, I really just want Maddie to be over him. Like, I know you and I have different stances on Maddie, but I feel like they really built her up to be so, like... I don't know. She is, like, a powerful woman. I always say that. Like, I really admire Maddie in so many ways for, like, her just, like, I give no fucks. Like, I, I like her. So I, I don't like that she, they keep having her think about Nate, text it. It's like, oh, my God, this motherfucker choked you. Like, move the on. The only good thing she ever did was spill the chili. Well, not only opinion. move on, she's questioning whether or not he's gay. There's all these, like, things where it's like, why are you still Why would you even him? get back together with him? You're pretty sure he's gay at this point. She could get anyone, too. found, like, a hundred, like, pictures of dogs on his phone. Like, Well, she could girl. get anyone. She was, like, fucking dudes with a roller rink. She was, like, fucking dudes, like, at parties. Yeah, like... what about Travis with the Playboy shit? <laughs> Where was Travis? Where was Travis? Justice for Travis. He needs more airtime. All right. Anyways, what else is going on? Maddie's a nanny now. Um, (laughs) Maddie's a nanny for some rich family, which is probably going to turn into some weird subplot that we like maybe don't need. Did you think that? 
Do you think the lady was being like seductive about the dress, or was it that more of a motherly like, thing? It seemed like it. You think? I feel like there's gonna be some weird subplot with this family, and as of right now, I don't give a shit about it. But we'll see how this goes. Um, I mean, I like the closet. <laughs> like the, I like all the dresses and outfits yeah, she's trying on. Yeah, good closet. On. Maddie, as a classic kind of dummy, is <laughs> doing dumb shit in the closet and almost yeah, getting Yeah, taking caught. selfies. Big Nothing surprise. much to say there. Theo's annoying as shit. I hope we don't have to deal with him anymore, that kid. He's like, play with me. Pay attention to me. Theo. <laughs> I'm Theo. Shut the fuck up, Theo. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Theo, and God. go to bed. If this was real, he would probably drown in that pool. Maddie was, like, in the closet, trying on clothes. Next episode, like, Theo is, like, dark mind. eyeliner and, like, rhinestones. Like <laughs> a bralette. <laughs> <laughs> he's he like going to, he's going to parties with them. He's like hanging out with Ashtray. I mean, Ashtray become Stop. like a power dude. We're going down a weird rabbit hole. But yeah, I think there's definitely this is insinuating some sort of like weird nanny like Yeah, I thought it was going to be something with the guy, but it seems like it's going to be something with the mom. So I mean it is. There's a I don't know if you know this or remember, but there's a teaser and she's talking to her in the hot tub about Nate. So I think there's going to be some kind of like either mentorship of some sort or as of now, Ooh, my feelings fucking. on this are I don't need it and I don't care, but we'll see. All right. Well, at least Maddie's making that dough. She makes enough dough to go bowling. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> bowling. bowling costs like $6. Also, did you like my story where I asked people if they thought Maddie would be a good bowler? Yeah. Someone went like so in depth and was like, her fingernails are much too long. Like, I don't know if they'd fit in the holes uh, of the bowling ball. I, I appreciate like, that take because I mean, that hey. is accurate. I don't think she would feasibly be able to throw a bowling ball with her nails. No. That was a good point. <laughs> it's just funny. Like, I really love how like in depth, like, mm-hmm. our euphorians get with these things. Like, here I am thinking, like, is this dumb that I'm posting this? Probably whatever. And then people just take it like next level every love time. It. Yeah, I love it. All right, well, other than Maddie becoming, like, a fucking high-class nanny, what else do we got? I mean... Um, well, we got, like, Kat and Ethan not working out. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's clearly... Yeah, let's talk about Kat a little that's bit. That's not gonna happen. This is... So, like, how long do we think this is gonna it's last? It's not gonna last. Are they even gonna make it to the end of the season? I don't even think uh, Ethan's gonna make it into the season that much. Like, they're not even, like... First of all, he's gotten, like, no... Not that I think he should get some, like, amazing screen time, but they don't even show him, like, at all. Yeah, like, they really sidelined him in these first two episodes. Yeah, um, which... I don't know. It's kind of weird, because if you want to, like, show more of them, I don't know. I think they're just kind of showcasing them that... I like, like him as a character, too, so I wouldn't mind more Ethan, but so far he has been sidelined hardcore. Um, which is sad. I think... Obvi- I don't. They're not gonna make it to the end of the season. They're not. Right? She writes all the pros and cons. Ass. There's no cons, which I can relate. Like when you're in high school, though, or really, I don't know. It depends on the type of person you are. But it is kind of boring to date someone that's just like all about you, perfect, always doing everything right. Not throwing Ethan under the bus, but like sometimes you gotta have a little pizzazz, a little mystery, a little She's darkness. Still dreaming about fucking barbarians <laughs> from Game of Thrones. <laughs> So. Yeah, that let's talk about that for a bit. So Kat's obviously like struggling hardcore. She still like has no confidence, which makes me very sad because I think Kat's like Kat has a lot of potential. It's sad that like Yeah. The she... best parts of this episode were Kat's parts too, in my opinion. Her her uh weird barbarian it was funny. erotic dream and her like and his influencer. Dick? That was a that was a dick. That I was never definitely did see a one. fake dick. You think so a stunt dick? That was for sure a stunt dick. 
Yeah, it was long. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was long. It was a long dick. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Mm. Mm. Um, but no, between that and her, uh, the influencer sequence, I thought that was pretty good. It was Those good because it was accurate. Parts of the episode, it was accurate. It was heavy handed, but it was like definitely accurate and. I think it makes sense for her character, too, because we've learned from day one that she's obviously someone that, like, finds, not comfort, but, like, she kind of lives her life, like, her alternate personality lives online, because she didn't really have, like, a lot of friends. She didn't have yeah, a lot of confidence. Sure, so. it's a weird little fanfic. Yeah, so, like, I think it's, like, makes sense. a little sense. cat mask. <laughs> a little dance. cat mask. We got a little appearance of that. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> went, like, right through the eye of it or something, yeah. right? It was, like, a camera what shot where they shot. went through the eye and Zooming she was behind it eating goldfish. Store cat mask. <laughs> she was, like, eating goldfish. Uh-huh. Yeah, Kat's character always makes me sad because I think, like, many girls listening right now can, like, definitely, like, we all can fucking relate. I mean, anyone in the world can, but, like, specifically women often, like, have troubles with, like, their confidence, especially comparing yourself to every fucking basic bitch on Instagram. Yeah, and even though it was heavy-handed, I appreciate that they called out this, like, very specific brand of, like, bullshit, like, influencer stuff, where it's all about, like, love yourself and be confident and all this shit. Love yourself no matter what, and And they're, like, skinny as fuck. Right, it's told to you by, like, like, tens, like, that have had, like, perfect lives and everything's perfect. Yeah. And it's like, well, this means fucking nothing coming from you. And it's always bullshit when they're like, I've been through hard stuff, too, and then it'll be like my parents got in a divorce and you're like so what like okay we get it but like you're also like a model you're rich you've got like i hate that shit because i'm like you know money in my opinion money does buy happiness i don't care what anybody says it does i could honestly tomorrow be fat as fuck and if i had all the money in the world like well i think i don't think it buys happiness but it solves problems and problems cause unhappiness so if you can solve all your problems yes you're at least not going to be actively like unhappy for solvable reasons if well, you're you know still what unhappy I mean when at I that say point that. it's like mental health reasons but it solves like all it can solve of like course. most of your problems yeah. well guess what you have problems. mental health problems you got money yeah, you get true. to go to you the best to the therapist best in the fucking yeah. world so yeah i'm sorry so it, but, like, it all you, comes around yeah i don't think it makes you happy but it solves all your problems yes pretty much yeah no it's not the cure but it's it, it fucking helps <laughs> yeah yeah i mean look at this look how fucking fucked up nate is First of all, he's getting out of the hospital so fast. But second of all, he's so fucked up in this scene, right when he gets out, and then we see him like a day later, and his all his bruising and his fucked up face—it's all fixed. It's like what? His eye, his pupils, like red in this. How much time are we supposed to believe has passed between this scene and when he's hanging out with Cassie? Because he looks fine in that scene. Yeah, he actually looks looks attractive. Anakin, like he got like burned in the lava, like. I was wondering that too because she oh, hops fuck. in the truck and she like got on his lap and started making out with him and I was like whoa 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 like he has wounds doesn't that hurt <laughs> like I don't want to kiss that Ooh. well would that fucking hurt <laughs> also like really random but low key nasty that she was just wiping off like his blood off her legs like take a shower bitch like she was into it she's all over she's so like all off of she was using like one piece of toilet paper and like scrubbing aggro she didn't like even you guess wipe what it crazy off. but you could it. just get in the shower like. <laughs> I don't know why. She's crazy. <laughs> that like really, really bothered me because I'm a really clean person, and that was really getting. Well, under she's my clearly skin. not into showering anymore. Yeah, she's, she's depressed. A, sh- a shoot showering this season. Oh, one thing we forgot to mention about like the cat influencer shit was you were joking that like 
you were like did you were shitting on the influencers because you're like they're like the ones making life miserable and we found out like the the people that were playing those people are real influencers in real life yeah what like, so it's like don't they feel shitty like you're literally contributing to people's like mental like unhappiness you're playing yourself on a show about how awful you are and your profession <laughs> are and you're just but they're such like famors that they like are gonna do it anyways because they want to be on Euphoria, even yeah. though they're on it explicitly to point out how fucking awful they are. Also, I will genuinely <laughs> you have to be so okay fucked and morally compromised to do that. I will genuinely have to do like a triple recheck to make sure they're real influencers in real life because now I'm doubting myself, but I think they were. I'm sure you're right. Some of them might have been, I don't know, but regardless, influencers just I'm so over it. I think I hope we come to a time where like they just kind of die out. I don't think it'll ever happen, but like I'm over it. Let us hope. <laughs> I was on the boat of like being into it. I'm fucking over it. I just don't care. <laughs> Let us hope. But anyways, um yeah, Nate's recovery is very odd. Um we get the bathroom scene. We already talked about BB being funny in this. Yeah, I do like that. Uh, I do like that Maddie was smashing that girl's head in a locker and calling her a racist bitch. Yeah, that was, was funny. Cool. As a young, we got was that young Maddie that did that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So young Maddie does that. Yeah, we got a lot of head smashing. Second only to the chili, the chili pot. That's the one book. thing I do always say. Like I like about Maddie though, she is a badass bitch. She throws down. I appreciate that she beats the shit out of people. She That's doesn't care. Yeah, I, I kind of like that about girl. I'm always here for like a Scorpio girl like that. Mm. <laughs> Throwing punches. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we find out though. Like yeah. everyone was assuming that like the head going into the blow dryer was Cassie. Yeah, so was we obviously learned nobody. that's not it. I that knew it was wasn't. Nobody. That was fake news. I knew it wasn't. Fake news. Um, I. Well, how do you feel about. I guess I'm. Do you think this is in character for Cassie to be fucking over her friend like this? I don't not know. Really. That kind of has bothered me, I don't really. No, not really. I feel like she... they were kind of homies. Like at the carnival, they were like, we're soulmates, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and now they're no. just like. I don't really buy it. I don't like, like that she's just fucking She seems Nate like and... a stand up friend, and even though she's in like a weird place, I'm having a hard time like finding this like Nate thing like believable. I don't know. I about agree. This. They're not, I'm not sold on this by any means. I'm not like fully sold. I think I am. It, I think I would be if it was anyone but Nate. Does that make sense? Like, if it was just some loser? Yeah, she's so vulnerable right now. It seems like she's ready yes. to attach herself to any guy. But, like, he is so, like, red flaggy, and she knows so much about specifically how awful he has been to her best friend. I'm finding this, like, hard to believe, because she doesn't seem like she's so, like... Yeah. I don't know, she doesn't seem particularly morally compromised until right now. She's mostly been a pretty stand-up person. Yeah. So I'm having a hard time with this. I don't know. Well, then we get... Okay, I was confused. So, what did Faye do? She pushed some <laughs> she landlord the, over the... She threw the apartment manager of the place where her and Custer live over the railing. He was Why? Why? They said that she, he was giving her a hard time. He was being... He was probably flirting with her or, something, or catcalling or some shit. I, I think he was being a jerk to her. I don't know. Who, who the fuck knows? But I like how they stuffed her in that air vent. That was yeah, pretty that funny. Yeah, that was funny. This was definitely one of the funniest <laughs> parts of the episode. He's like, he goes, get in the fucking vent. I love you. I know. He's like, I love you. Bye. So, does Custer go to jail? Or what's going on? Uh, <clears> no. <throat> They're looking for her. And he hit her successfully. And now she's hiding. Got it. Fucking Fez. So she's uh, hiding out. She can't live there anymore. She fucking fucked up the landlord. Yeah. Also, uh, 
this is like a classic pet peeve of mine but when they make it look like you can just get in those vents like those vents are full of like exposed screws and like com- they're full of like dust and like really have you been in dirt one? and stuff no but like <laughs> are you speaking from experience alex TV, they always make it look like you can just get in vents and they're always like clean and, like, okay but she's so tiny she's like a twig well she could probably physically fit but it would be full of like dirt and like it would be like a absolutely disgusting and b there'd be like hella like exposed <laughs> screws in there like you'd get all tore yeah. up yeah, I guess. I like when Fez, he's so cute when he brings her home and he's like, I do want to have my sandwich. That was pretty nice. He's such a... Fez, like, what he's a, a hard ass, but he, like, cannot not be nice. What a sweetheart. We he's all love Fez. always a big teddy bear. Yeah, giving a heroin addict half his sandwich. He's, like, slowly... I mean, he's always been, like, a peripheral favorite character of mine, but he's slowly, like, becoming, like someone I really enjoyed. I don't know if that's just because of, like, him fucking up Nate and, like, having this epic opening in the premiere, nah, but I, I'm kind of, like, just really loving him, though, this season. Like, I really, For like, sure. love him. Like, I don't know. He's the best. Best uh, for I life. I can't believe... Okay, also, wow, Mrs. whatever. Mrs. Howard. Howard. Fucking letting Nate, or uh, Cal, Cal, Cal come into her house and talk to her daughters like that. Fuck I know, off. he's like, you look at me. <laughs> Bad <laughs> like... mom of the year award to Mrs. Howard. What a fucking I mean, Miss Howard, though, like, she's... Uh, good That's mom in some ways. Bad, though. Letting yeah. a, a strange man come into your house and accuse your daughters of shit and threaten them and stuff. I'd be like, excuse me. Well, like, not only threaten, like, the remember they were house. like sitting at the table and he's like, Cassie, look at me when I'm talking to you. It's like, and then Cassie you're not her also dad? sold Fez out. Like, Jesus. <sighs> I know. Cassie's She's taking being a real selfish. heel turn in this season. Well, she made a. <sighs> I'm not, maybe I'm being biased because I love, I like her character and I can't let go of that, but she made a good, not a good point, but she said to Lexi, like, he did that knowing, like, there'd be repercussions, so, meaning everyone's There don't him. have to be repercussions Everyone if you don't sell them out. Do That's true. No, she, I'm not, I, I hate that she sold out Fez, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying, like, she made a good point, though, like, everybody fucking saw, you could ask anyone at that party and they'd be like, it was him. Yeah, great, go ask someone else. Yeah. Don't be a rat, Shitty. Cassie. Cassie's also, a rat now, and that's well, a, that's a black mark in my. I book. know, and Lexi, like, I like that Lexi, like, always puts her sister in her place. Like, she was like, "You're fucking stupid. Like, you're gonna ruin someone's life." Lexi knew better than to rat out Fez, because Lexi's got the hots for. Okay, let's talk about. She also knows not to be a rat. Fucking adorable it is that she got all guzzied up and like rode her bike and was like feeling herself. To just like go see Fez, like that's the only reason she went. Yeah, duh, of course. So cute. She wasn't there to get a forty. But yeah, then, like, cute. we both got really sad, like, just seeing that interaction. That was sad because she thinks that Faye is like, yeah, right, fucking Fez. She's and just Fez, a dumb heroin addict. He has to look after her for Custer. I was like blushing watching that scene because Fez is so fucking adorable. He like was, he likes her. Like, oh, it's yeah, so obvious. Totally. He way likes her. He was all excited she was but there. But it was so cute. He was so fucking stoked she was there. Also really loved that Ashtray is just still, Ashtray is like, a cold hard killer he's still on his shit he was yeah. in the back getting the gun out of the cereal box good he was ready to fucking kill cal he was cal, the only like... smart one but to be fair fez i guess i never realized well, that's I... what ashtray is there for partially well... he's definitely security he's always oh, shown to be like in the background like keeping an eye on things. no but i'm so... saying i felt dumb i thought fezco knew who cal was he didn't know that Cal was Nate's dad in that no. scene. I didn't know that. I thought Rue would, like, fill them in on all that shit because of the carnival. Because Fezco was at the carnival. So I don't know why, but I thought that Fez, like, definitely I don't know knew if he knew Cal what he was. looked like, though. That's true. You know. Um, um, also, I noticed here that uh, Lexi has this hot air balloon lamp in her room, which is A, really cool, but, like... 
Does she have some like hot air balloon connection? Because she had that hot air balloon sweater, sweater. in season one. <laughs> she just loves hot air balloons. No, I'm serious. Like, is there like some deeper meaning that's gonna be unveiled? Because it'd be pretty Maybe. weird to have a hot air balloon lamp in your room and a hot air balloon sweater. Like, that's not like that common of a thing. No, for sure. On a more serious note, I definitely was like very it was very sad watching her reaction to Rue's overdose. That's such a shitty position to be in, like as a friend, like yeah. feeling like you don't want to be a fucking snitch. Like, who wants to tell like <laughs> someone's parents, like, yo, yeah. your kid's doing drugs. Like, you don't want to do that shit, but you also don't want your friend to fucking die. That was one of the more interesting and worthwhile scenes in this episode. It was short, so it was kinda hidden, but that was a good scene that tells us interesting things we didn't know before which is that lexi was aware of how bad Rue's drug problem was yes and threatened to do something about it and almost did and did chicken follow out. through and then now we understand that lexi must be carrying like a significant amount of guilt because Rue almost died because yeah she and lexi didn't do anything about it which so makes this sense. is an interesting bit of development for her as a character it is. And it also makes sense that she was so willing to, like, hand over her piss to Rue, like, in season one and, like, do all these things for her and kind of, like, look out for her still. Like, kind of, like, not that aggressive, but, like, had her back because I think she just probably felt really guilty, but also is a good friend. Yeah. Interesting. But that was I, a, that was I'm interesting. really excited. I don't know about you, but Lexi is kind of someone I'm I'm rooting for. Like, I, I really, I don't she's know. She's the new fave this season. I, I mean, know. She's it. coming up. Rue is off the rails. She was always our favorite. To give us some credit, though, like, I've always said, like, Lexi's, like, she's got it together. Like, at the Halloween party, showing yeah. up, like, being funny and being Bob Ross. Like, she's always kind of, like, had her shit. She just got, like, so little screen time. And now <clears throat> she's, like, really getting the feature. She's Which is definitely fine. my favorite this season. It wouldn't have made sense so for her to far. have all this screen time in season one. Yeah, it right. Sense. Well, I mean, they could have written it differently, but whatever. I'm not, like, mad about it. No. But I'm glad she's in it now, because she's definitely my favorite this season. She's for sure, like, the, the golden child of season yeah, two. Yeah, she's coming up. She's, she's becoming, like, more herself, and we're just getting to see more sides of her, so that's dope. Yep. Um, so fucked up that rude ditches jewels to hang out with elliot and lies she says she's at an aa meeting whack yeah it's so sad jules is just at home and she was supposed to have dinner with jules and you know jules daddy whack zaddy who's making that meal he's slaving over the stove and then she's like dad sorry we can't make it sorry (laughs) zaddy he's like is rue coming over like I don't know. Fucked up. Yeah, I'm sorry, up. but usually I'm Team Rue, but I'm really like Rue's not liking her behavior. Time. Yeah. Also, yeah, we had the uh, the return of a few a few characters this episode. So we got BB back. Yeah. We got um, Coleman Domingo as yeah. Ali back, and then love uh, Ali. Who else? There was Ali's one other. There was one character. other character that showed up this episode that we had. I'll keep thinking about it. I don't know. Whatever. I forget who else. But yeah, Ali is back in the mix. Ali knows Rue ain't ain't doing her shit. She's no. not clean. And now he's like, he's at this, their relationship's close enough where he's like getting involved and he's making a play to, uh, to involve Rue's mom. Which I like. Potentially. That's smart. Yeah, of course it is. He has like, he <clears throat> now has like some kind of a trump card that he can like play and he's not going to play it right away, but he has like a yep. little bit of a strategic he's like, I advantage see you. he can use. I see so. you when I'm watching. <laughs> and we also have like a hint at a mom and Ali relationship. And you mentioned while we were watching that you saw that coming. Did you really? Like in season yeah. one? Oh, no. In season one? 
I don't. They know. don't Did even I show them. That? I don't think I mentioned it. In oh, I thought when you said like I saw this coming, I thought you meant like. No, I meant like once he wanted to meet the mom, I was like, oh, I wonder if there will be some like development here because like, that would sexiness. like simultaneously like give him like a little bit of a play on Rue and also like because she's a I don't know she's a banging single mom and he's a recovering yeah. crack addict who's. I feel really bad for the mom. The mom is Rue's mom's a good mom. Like she is. She trying. She does. Rue's troublemaker. I know. It's like Rue's like your worst nightmare as a parent. Yeah. I just mean I don't think the mom ever does anything that's unreasonable. Like I feel like if anything, she's a really good at handling the situation. Like she gives Rue like her freedom and doesn't get too up in her business. But she maybe gives arguably gives Rue too much freedom, but who's to say yeah she's trying though that's tough yeah for sure I'm but yeah i'm really critical. mad that's a hard-ass fucking situation so alex is fully like sus about elliot like yeah. you do not you think he has bad intentions i don't know that i think he has bad intentions i'm just skeptical do you of think he's guy. just self-serving not bad intentions but like i like this girl this so i don't guy. really care like if she's doing drugs i don't care if she has a girlfriend like i'm just do you think it's kind of self-serving? Yeah, I think he's just a little... I think so, yeah. Was that his mom who he's smoking yeah. with on the couch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So clearly home life is <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Smoking with your mom, can you imagine? a good relationship, but yeah, that's uh, not necessarily like the best. The mom also brought up a point, though. She was like, you don't have any friends. Like She was obviously like, I don't know if that was literal or if she was just like talking shit, but like that made me wonder... Well, they know. were obviously hinting at it being, like, a romantic thing. She's like, you never have girls over here, like... Totally, but also, like, he seems kind of like a loner. Like... He doesn't seem like someone that has a ton of friends. Yeah, no. So, I don't know. We'll see where this all goes. They kind of hint that, like, Jules and him end up being homies at some point. So, I this is what my hopes are. Or not... They're not even theories. These are just, like, my optimistic hopes. I hope that... I don't want a love triangle. I hope that if anything, like, Jules, instead of getting angry, she tries to, like, incorporate Elliot. Like, okay, I get it. This is your homie. I'll try and be friends, too. And I Mm -hmm. hope, like, him and her have a fun friendship. And I think that'll throw, like, a wrench in, like, Rue's intentions. Because it'll be like, well, now I can't, like, have one-on-one time with this person I quote-unquote don't have a crush mm-hmm. on rue you have a fucking crush on it. well plus if he can get on board with being like rue don't do drugs <clears throat> that would be helpful yes because now he's the main drug source and what are they doing coke i always wonder like what's going on like, are they snorting coke you think i don't know they're snorting something but you coke can snort all kinds of stuff what's hmm. like rue's is rue just addicted to all drugs Adderall that might sound dumb but what is like her any, main basically drug basically any pill you can just crush up she doesn't do heroin though right um, just in that last episode, I think that was yeah. the first time. Because before that, she was like, "You're like kind of sus about heroin." Yeah, so she um, just does like you know all the she does all the drugs. Oh man, she's always slamming yeah. every drug. Yeah, she's <laughs> she kind of into it all. I thought it was interesting. It was kind of sad to hear her say that she feels like she can never be herself. I think if anything, in my mind, I immediately was thinking not of you in relation to drugs, but just like. How you've told me, like, through high school, even college, you had a really tough time, like, you just had a tough time with, like, social anxiety, like, a lot of people do. And I thought it was, like, sad that she was just, like, I don't even feel like I could, like, be me without drugs. Like, Mm. I need this to, like, thrive and, like, talk. Like, she was, like, I would never have talked to you. Yeah. I felt like that. I've never felt like I need drugs to, like, be me. I just said that, though. I I said without drugs, though. But sometimes you do need, like, liquid courage or you need something to, like... 
Not so much anymore, but for a while, that was definitely a thing. Like, no, in your youth. Not now. You're yeah, totally right. cool now. But like, No, for sure. That's definitely like a real thing. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I think a lot of people can relate to that. A hundred percent. Yeah. I was pretty, like, like Rue said, I was like definitely for a long time was like cripplingly shy. Like, yeah. I couldn't just talk to like someone, let alone like a girl. Like, yeah. Anywhere and just like feel comfortable. Like if I was just like sober, I'd just yeah. be like, oh my God. I'm like... Just not going to do it in the first place. I wish like I was shy growing up. I was annoying as fuck. I was hyper bouncing off the walls. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You were? I'm just saying, I, I immediately thought of you when she was talking like that. Because you've always told me that like in high school that was tough for you. So that made yeah. me sad for her a little yeah. bit. Because that's tough. Yeah, for sure. But Rue is a, a true, she's like a through and through like real drug addict. Like, oh, yeah. It's the real deal for her. So... The episode ends on kind of a, not an epic note, I guess the only excitement for me was the ending scene of Nate and Cal having this, like, one-on-one, only because I love seeing Cal, like, fucking shaking his boots over this shit. Like, I don't, do you think he, did they hit in season one that Cal knew Nate knows about all this shit, all the side shit? I don't think it's, uh, I think this was kind of like the first time they've talked about it openly. Even if he had suspicions, this is the, really the first time it's out between them that he like fully knows about all this. And Nate kind of power played him. This is the only time, I'm not saying like, oh, I like Nate, like this makes me like feel good for him or anything. But I did think it was like in a way like bad. Like it must have felt good for him to finally. Nate power played him, but in classic Nate fashion, he lies about everything, and yeah. also he's just bluffing because he doesn't have the disc anymore. Because now Maddie has the disc. No, but that's a power play. Oh, I mean it is, but he can't. Meaning, back even it though up. he doesn't know where it, well, he does know Maddie has. He has to know, right? Or do? You, there's no way. Like Maddie's the only girl in his room. What he just thinks like it's gone. I don't know. Maybe that little brother snuck in and got it. The little brother we have <laughs> we yet still to see. Don't fucking know who the little brother is. <laughs> we have confirmed it's not <clears throat> Ashtray though. Well, they did hint in the season or episode three recap that we're gonna get a little Cal backstory. So who knows? Maybe little son will be in there somewhere. Oh, and yeah, Cal. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. We also uh, see that we've already seen that Cal's gonna get bandaged up later, and I'm just really hoping that both Jacobs family members get their ass beat by fez and ashtray well in the new the sneak peek you see someone hit yeah i think him. that was ashtray i think it is ashtray with the shotgun but you can't tell but i think it's ashtray i think it was which so, i love i love that fez or that nate and cal came at fez and both of them i think are gonna get fucked up hopefully well here's i'm praying that's all i, I hope do. so too but that sucks that fez has to be like walking on eggshells over fucking cal Oh, oh, Meatball. chiming in. <gasps> Meatball has so much to say. Get you don't that boy, like Cal, Get do that you? boy a mic. <laughs> we can't do one podcast episode without Meatball, Meatball chiming let's in. Get, let's get Meatball's hot takes Meatball, on this episode. Meatball, what do you think? Yeah, Meatball agrees. Meatball yeah. was like, fuck Cal. Yep. But yeah, yep. so I think it, uh, I do kind of root for Nate for like half a second there. Because I'm like, I, I think it always feels good if you hate your parent, which I hated my mom growing up. So like, it always feels good to kind of like own your parent and have something to hold over them that was an interesting line that they said you can't do anything about it if you hate your parents but if you hate your kid you only have yourself to blame Ooh, sure, next Alex. week we're gonna see why you remember you remember that quote so well that's a, <laughs> did you write that down or did you just no. know that 
I don't know. It just it just is what it is. No, I know, but I was I'm impressed. I can never quote shit. I always say things wrong. I never have the right words. I make no sense. What did I say that you were laughing at? I was like, my prediction is that little son will be like a son that comes out of him hooking up with a woman, and you were like, well, duh. <laughs> yeah, like, every every son comes out of someone hooking up with a woman. That is how it goes. <laughs> I Generally, meant, that's how it I works. meant maybe it's out of wedlock. Like maybe he met know. someone he was had in a the kid. Family photo, and he's gay. So, or I don't know. I don't know how to accurately describe Cal's sexuality. The flashback yeah. makes it look like he was into dudes in the past. Now he's clearly into like I would guess closeted dudes gay and trans. Closeted women. gay would be my guess because oh yeah, you're right. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But anyways, there we go. Anything else? We're no. covering in this episode, or should we get on to... Let's do superlatives. Cool. Before we do, um, I will say that this episode continues my theory about this being kind of the, the rock season. The title of the episode was Out of Touch, which is, I mean, I'm sure that's the name of about a million songs, but probably the most famous is the Hollow Notes one. Okay. Uh, also, this episode was fucking out of touch, quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I can call it, like, the classic rock season, but it's, like, general rock music from, like, the 60s to 80s, it seems like, and that carries on here. Even though there were very few songs in this episode in general, there were still a good amount of, like, yeah, you know, 70s. But I agree. Shit. Also, there's not, I feel like, the even, like, the Labyrinth score is all, like, repeats. Like, I thought there'd be some new, like yeah tunes but there's a lot of like and i don't I think care. there was one during the credits of this episode that wasn't bad or near the end yeah. Like, yeah no i'm not like picky i'm just saying i think they're they're like using a lot of season one music yeah nothing that like blew my mind all right so best dressed mine was I, I it was hard for me to decide i said jewels but then agreed with you when you were thinking lexi I give it to Lexi for the pink, um, like, checkered. I think it was red and blue. The checkered with, like, the, are you talking about the white lace, like, bib kind of? Yeah, kinda? it was, like, pink and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pink and white, like, plaid, like, skirt and mm-hmm. top. That was a good look. That was. Um, I think you told me that was Mew Mew. Yeah, uh, Heidi Bivens, the costume designer, said almost all of Lexi's which is funny because you also told me that she said that they were trying to dress the characters in realistic clothing that these characters would actually wear and i have a hard time seeing how any lexi a high schooler from like clearly not a rich family with a single mom who doesn't work a single mom (laughs) who drinks like two buck chuck every night lexi doesn't have a job (laughs) so where is she getting the money to pay for me that is a mystery she looks good though. Great for um, her. Yeah, for me it's Lexi, but I will give a shout out Jules uh, to Jules Jersey. Yeah, I like that. That's, That's why from, I picked it. Um, some Australian streetwear company called Perks and Mini. Um, and I also, in a big turnaround from last season, I'm gonna give some credit to Cat. I think uh, I don't. Yeah. Know, I was gonna say I don't know why I didn't see this earlier, but it's because I didn't see the movie earlier. But we watched Ghost World in the past year. And having now watched Ghost World, I'm like, oh, Kat is almost always dressed like she's from Ghost yes. World. And also, that's a great movie. Shout out if you need something movie. to watch this weekend. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Kat, I did like two of her outfits in this episode. She had the, the cramps shirt. And then I like I didn't think that outfit looked great, but I love to see the oh, cramps shirt. Oh, I liked shirt. it. But I liked the one when she was on the bed having the fantasy about the 
the yeah. Khal Drogo. It was like the red cardigan with like the feathers. Yeah, around she's the wrist. she has like a like nineties like Gen X like thing mm-hmm. going on. Gen X like indie like comic for sure girl look going on, which is a good that works for her. But I also like, I like that it. she's staying away from this like hot topic vibe she had season yeah, one. Yeah, the like fake Molgoth hot topic thing was not a good look. This like vintage store like sweaters and skirts thing is a better look for her i think well i think too like season one it's obvious that she's trying to like she's going through some you know some shit like she's really trying to figure herself out and i think if anything like her clothing now speaks more to like herself than Mm -hmm. like trying to be something else yeah do we think that she listens to the cramps i find it plausible i think so i find it because i like cat believable i think count of everyone is like even though she's struggling a ton She's always, like, the most witty and the most, like, she's on her mm-hmm. shit, I feel like. More, meaning, like, she has, like, common sense. I feel like everyone is, like, always, like, fucking up and doing really stupid shit. And Kat's like, come on. What, what the fuck? <laughs> like, when Maddie was like, I would look so hot pregnant. She was like, Maddie, come on. Like, shut up. God, you dumbass. <laughs> exactly. Like, she's the one that, like, has, like, is a little more mature, I guess. Yeah. So, yep. But, yeah. Yep. All right. How, so, about, uh, how about worse dressed? Cal and those little swim trunks. <laughs> <laughs> Cal and Nate are just always looking so boring. I think for me, it was maybe, uh, maybe Faye. She was looking every bit the, like, heroin hooker part, but didn't have any of the fun anime, like, vibes from the last episode to compliment it. Yeah. Um, Maddie had some kind say. of bad outfits. The outfit Maddie's wearing when she said she was just, she was pregnant is pretty rough. And when she's babysitting, she has some, like, pink... Like, oh, I like it. Cheetah it's print very Maddie. T-shirt thing on that was pretty hideous. So actually, I think I am going to change it to Maddie because that babysitting shirt is pretty awful. No, I like it because Maddie's kind of like Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie vibes to me. That doesn't mean it's good though. <laughs> I know, but I think it's like kind of iconic. It goes with her personality. But what's right. next? Anyways. Class clown. Um, sure. Class clown is BB hands down for me. Obviously, BB. Bibi was so great. She's she always like, so funny. She gets like 10 seconds of screen time and she has like one of the most memorable lines. That's what I'm saying. Like she left an impression. Yeah. We need more, more Bibi screen time for sure. Justice for Bibi being on the podcast. We got to get her on and keep saying it, but I want to yep. manifest it. Get yep, the yep. fuck. All right. So who is your bae of the episode? Bay of the episode? <sighs> What's yours? It's Lexi for me, I think. She I was, was just going to say, I was, like, hesitating, because I'm like, she's she the didn't new speak fave. up. I was um, kind of bummed, though, that she Her didn't... and Fez are going to be, like, the her, Fez, and Ashtray are, like, the real power trio of the yeah. season. Yeah. I was um, kind of bummed, though, because I thought she was going to, like, say something at the gas station. I get that she was scared and in shock when Cal came in, but I thought for sure she was going to be, like, Fez, like, careful, because, like, I... True. Cause she she well, could have hooked him up a little bit. Well, because they they made her storyline. She was like, I always regret when I don't speak up. So in that moment, I thought she's gonna shine. She's gonna say something. Mm, she's gonna be like, yep. Fez, watch out, or like say something. And she didn't do it. So yeah. I was a little bummed. Yeah. Um. Fair. So bay of the episode. Yeah, I'll just stick with Lexi though, Fair just because I like her. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm here for her Mew Mew looks and her vibes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. All right. How about the uh, the big purple dirty rat bastard? Cassie. Cassie, yeah. For me, it's Cassie because uh-huh. Cassie, even though it's Nate and we're all like, ew, fuck this. At the end of the day, we all, as Euphorians, have to remember that like Maddie is her best friend. And when you say you have a ride or die or you actually mean it, you don't fuck their ex. I don't care. Like, it's just, it's He's girl like code. barely the ex, girl too, because she's like already talking about getting married. And he's an abuser. Him. Yeah. 
Um, for me, it's actually Rue this episode, only because she has worked so hard and been through so much trying to get jewels, and now she has jewels, and she's just immediately fucking it up, like, aggressively and blatantly, and not mm-hmm. just for the drugs. So, very disappointing. Disappointing? The, this, uh, losing a lot of sympathy for Rue here. Don't you feel like that always happens, though? Once people get what they want, they find any way to fuck it up. I don't know. They do. We'll see. I'm like, they do? You're like, we'll see. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Maybe she won't fuck it up. Maybe she'll get her shit together, but doubtful. Bummer, though. Cassie and Rue, maybe they need to, like, go bowling. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're the ones that need to go bowling and talk some shit out. This season. Um, okay, so usually we do best couple, but I think we're gonna eliminate this section moving forward, because no one is really a good couple. No. And if there ever is, it's always the same people. It's, like, it's always it's either like Rue and Jules, or yeah, so boring. from now on, it's always gonna be, like, Lexi and Fez, so... But Mixed. for fun, you know what it's I out. choose? I just thought of this. We'll we'll end on this note. We won't we'll discontinue the couples superlative, but for today I'll say Cal and Cassie in the pool. That's my <laughs> Cal and Cra- Cassie's pregnant belly. Best couple is pregnant Cassie with Cal. Yeah. We can if uh, if Ashtray and BB ever hook up, we can bring this category Stop. back just for them. What was that meme we saw? It was funny. Part. It was like BB and Faye need to be like yeah, hanging I saw out a meme more. It was like if these two hooked up, everything would be like done and it was like BB and <laughs> Faye. Like, which is true. Their energy combined would like destroy the world. BB has great energy. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh I think all that's left is a uh, song of the week. Best song. Yeah, we were one? both saying that was one disappointment was there wasn't like a ton of new music. Yeah, this episode was light on music. Honestly, my favorite song of this week was also <laughs> featured in last week, which is the Right On Down the Line, the Jerry Rafferty song, which I'm surprised yeah. they used two episodes in a row. But the other one that was worthwhile mentioning to me was the uh she It's Call. Was that the band? She or something can can she sings the rain or something yeah i forget but yeah that that was a good song um other than that i thought it was interesting that we saw some hyper pop in euphoria this this episode is that the one where she was riding her bike and it was all like it was a horrible unlistenable hyper pop song but also like fitting for euphoria this is probably what most of these characters would be listening to we had our volume turned all the way up and we live in like a studio apartment in new york and i was like fuck i gotta turn this shit down that was a chipmunk on like steroids or something that was a particularly awful hyper pop song and i actually like some hyper pop but that was awful um so i don't mention it to be good but i mention it to be like oh look like hyper pop is in euphoria because that's obviously like the most that makes the most sense like more than hip-hop more than classic rock or whatever the fuck like that music is the most closely aligned with euphoria aesthetically well if you don't have anything else to add in superlatives i sure fucking don't okay well euphorians we're gonna start a new thing we like literally thought of this we're all drunk (laughs) new segment yeah i think we're gonna do this well no i know we're gonna do this thing we're gonna do change our minds bitch what that means is, is it change our minds, bitch, or prove us wrong, bitch. I like change our minds, bitch. Okay, yeah, I do too. Like change my mind, bitch. I do too. So bring that Maddie energy. You know, call us out. Tell us if anything in this episode you were just like Alex and Paige are so fucking wrong about that, or if you just have any dissenting opinions, we want to know. I'm gonna put like a QA tab on the episode on our website as well as just like in our Instagram stories. Just, like, 
honestly, I, I, I won't shout out your handle if you don't want me to. I don't really give a fuck. If you want to be shouted out, great. This is your chance. You get your <laughs> exciting chance we'll to be called your, out on So Euphoric. We'll, shout your little well, we have Instagram a lot of listeners that are like, my dream is to be like called out. And I'm like, that's really sweet. Like, that's so... We'll like shout you out. We don't give a fuck. I know. It's like very like nice that they're like... We're not that special, though. But, yes, I would love to call out your handle if you want to hear it on the pod. But, yeah, leave us all your opinions. Tell us what you like. Even if you agree with us, great. You can even write that. But we mostly just want you to change our minds. If you yeah, think- we're, that, we're that meme where the guy's behind the booth that's like, change my mind. Like, yeah. We have strong-ass opinions. And if you feel that we're wrong about something, like, we're not infallible. We've already be one episode in, we already proved wrong about Lexi and Fez. So I know. Our listeners come at us, us and tell us tell us what we're wrong about and you know maybe you'll change our minds and maybe you won't and we'll clown on it but like there's only one way to find out so yeah so i like this so we're gonna do that and so next episode we'll definitely be digging into that but that being said too like obviously if you are a loyal listener and you know alex and i we don't give a fuck like go all in like be like page is fucking wrong like don't be soft None of this, like, PC internet bullshit come at us. Like, I actually want to, like... Like, fight me. Yeah, that's what I mean. I want, like, a good, like, rebuttal. Like, I want to, like, talk it out. So, don't feel bad. Like, no hard feelings. Just fucking go at it. It'll be fun. Fuck yeah. So, next episode, Change Our Minds, Bitch, will be a section after superlatives, and we'll go over some shit. Um, Other than that, the usual, be sure to, you know, we're going to drop episodes every Tuesday, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Don't miss it. Tap those reminders, like and subscribe. Follow us on so underscore euphoric for all updates. And yeah, our website's in our bio, so that's really all you need, bitch. Tap the thing, like the thing. Yes. Comment on the thing. Uh, like my page and subscribe. Yeah. No, but really, actually. Turn on your notifications. <laughs> <laughs> like me. Uh, comment. Yeah. Comment, comment, comment on how cool we are, yeah, even though we're not cool at all. On Apple. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah review us someone give us a one star review and i don't care i think it's funny but i'm like fuck you we <laughs> but also, also like we know who it was though oh yeah we do we've got some haters i'm not even gonna go into it but just oh a, my god just like one or two but they're like memorable they're so stupid <laughs> they're pretty memorable some like alexa fan followers <laughs> they're they're so, oh god yeah yeah cool but uh yeah but actually if you want to follow us and all that shit do it um we're super stoked too like thanks so much for listening and still supporting us we're just some losers in new york like getting drunk and doing this so it really does like truthfully mean the world to us that you even give a shit to like give us your comments and true stay engaged with us so euphorians you fucking rock yeah true cheers to our euphorians absolutely cheers to a weird episode I don't yeah. even know. What's like a maybe, one word? Maybe the weakest episode of Euphoria. And weird because I'm not, it doesn't make me worried. No. I'm not like, I'm not mad this about isn't it. like red flags. I'm concerned about the no. show. Just kind of meh. You know why? I'm a, well, yeah, I won't go down, but it's also because the show just has such high quality that even when you hate it, the cinematography is mm-hmm. so on point. Everything yeah. like comes together. So. All right. Fuck. Well. I hope season two is strong though. Like, bring it on. I want all the shit. On that note. Wait, wait, before we, before we, and I do have to drop something. I don't want to manifest it into the air because I'm scared, but I, I kind of think Fesco's going to die. 
I'm sorry. I, wow. I know I'm like kind of drunk and I don't want to say it out right loud. Right before the sign off, you're going to drop. <laughs> I think Fez is going to die. I think they're going to fuck us over and they need something really dark and heavy to happen this season. I feel like Fez is going to die. In like the finale episode. Yeah. Like something really like. I could see him getting shot. I don't know if they're going to go That's what I mean. They'll like leave us off. hanging. He'll get shot and you'll be like, he's dead. And then season three, he's like back in the store like. Hustle and drugs and shit. I don't know. We'll see. I could see it. I, yeah, I could see it. But anyways, cheers. That's so fucking euphoric. <laughs> yeah, cheers. That's euphoric. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. See you next Tuesday, bitches. Bye. Like today's episode? Great. We love that for you. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a podcast review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever the fuck you listen to us weekly. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at so underscore euphoric for all the euphoria updates you could ever possibly want in your life. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, bitches.